Mad Cat Audio. We are now on Patreon. Our patrons enjoy lots of awesome stuff, so check the show notes for the link. Bam, bam, bam. Hi, and welcome to Take What You Need, the podcast. This episode highlights yours truly and my journey to what led to this moment, what led to creating this podcast, what's brought me to Ojai, how my spiritual journey up until this point has just created this witchy, powerful being that I'm still navigating a very human life. So I hope that you enjoy and get to know me a little bit better. And I look forward to hearing what you guys think. So with that, I invite you to get into a nice, comfortable seated position. You can soften your gaze or close your eyes. There is no right or wrong way to show up in this moment. Take a deep breath in the nose. And let it out with a sigh through the mouth. And I invite you to come as you are and take what you need. So we are here today in the studio with myself, Lexi, and my producer, Maddie. Hello. And we're going to dive in a little deeper today as like an introduction and just a get to know me, if you will. So without further ado, here we go. All right. Um, I guess my first question for you within this space in the podcast yeah. is, who are you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> our <laughs> listeners are like, oh, there's Lexi. Who is this person? Yes. And... What's your intention for, I guess, this space? Absolutely. So I am Lexi. I am the admin behind Black Magic Woman and the founder and Reiki healer of Light and Sable Healing. I wanted this, the intention for this podcast was to be an extension of the community I have cultivated with Black Magic Woman being this incredible platform that has just like skyrocketed with so many followers over the years and just presented me with so many beautiful opportunities and I just wanted to extend the conversation with people that I admire in this healing beautiful magic space so that's just the intention set for today and for every episode thereafter beautiful thank you (laughs) so you mentioned black magic woman for any listeners who may not know could you tell us a little bit more about that platform absolutely so black magic woman is an instagram platform that started when i graduated college back in 2016 i just needed like a hobby or a place to like put all these feelings that i had and it just kind of started off as something really really small and just like a couple memes like it's definitely like positivity memes poems things that i've written like any creative outlet essentially and what started off is just like a very gentle small community of just like me and close friends um needing this place to just kind of like put things down or just like be reminded of our greatness of our sweetness and then over the years it just started to like blossom into this incredible community of like safety and of knowledge and compassion and so over the years like I believe 2020 was really the big year for Black Magic Woman when um, 
the uprising happened and the George Floyd murders, I remember waking up that morning and seeing like this, all this tragedy in the news and all of this like chaos in our world and heartache and grief and going on to like scrolling through Instagram like you do and seeing this like uptake of followers, finding my space, finding me and needing this just like gentle reminder that like we are all human and we are all like in this together and although like my intention wasn't to be political I guess with the black magic woman it definitely became like a refuge and a safe place for knowledge and for resource for people that were looking for ways to get involved and at first I was really like nervous about that and I felt weird and like maybe almost overwhelmed like do they know what like what this place is like this is a place of like of positivity this is a place of like like my feelings this is not like a resource or like this is not a place to you know I don't know I just I didn't I was so nervous about being a part of that conversation and but it's like when you get called to do something even if you're not ready like if the universe wants you to be ready you you're ready (laughs) so I I you know I became this resource and my name was being mentioned with amazing people like Rachel Cargill or the Black Lives Matter movement and People were looking to me to, you know, post things for, you know, resource and for updates. And it was very, like, overwhelming at the time. And I felt very, like, um, maybe unqualified, but my voice mattered in that moment. And people needed what I ha- needed what I had and needed to hear what I had to say, even if it was, like, for me. I'm like, this is just a little, like, love corner on the internet. This isn't, you know, a big deal. <laughs> but it was. And it's continued to grow and blossom beyond my wildest dreams wow that's so powerful thank you yeah so it sounds like you really like learned and grew through that Mm -hmm. and realized some of your connections what are what's some of the nature of some of the connections that you found through black magic woman before and after some of the uprisings and activist movements absolutely i think it just became a place where i had to realize that i had something to say and it mattered and the connections that I was able to make through this was just being a platform and even like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a megaphone even for just other voices and for other messages and other people that had something to say and other people that were contributing to this beautiful conversation. I was able to like provide a platform and lift up these voices, which in turn was something I didn't even anticipate being or like something I maybe hadn't realized um, like consciously that that's what yeah. I was doing yeah but like getting to share the message of other people and other like black and brown creators other people in the healing space or in this magic sphere like getting to have the reach that I do and then getting to share those people that might not have that same reach or have that same like um, access I guess was really it's just something I didn't take for granted at this point and I realized like not that I wasn't being conscious or intentional when I was posting before but it's just given me a an a layer an added layer of intentionality mm-hmm. or purpose so just before you mentioned magic yeah. as being one of the connections <clears throat> that you make through this platform yeah what does magic mean to you and how does it show up in your life that's a really good question magic to me is intentional powerful and like feminine or like the three words that come to my mind and 
and it can be made in like everyday life and it's about being intentional in the ways that we show up in our world and the things that we do for ourselves and our community I feel like magic can be made in the mundane and can show up in the most unlikely of places and for me growing up I've always been like intuitive and I've always had like this inner sense of knowing at a very young age but it was something that I didn't want to like delve into too deeply or I didn't want to like explore it more until I was in my late 20s or like mid 20s so yeah for me like showing up in my life it was always something that was like the unknown it's something that's it's something like so unexpected and so like rare almost and like Mm -hmm. also like in the same time like it being so rare and then also being so like abundant Mm -hmm. so it like can you know straddle both of those places and yeah I've always been intuitive my entire life and so it's always shown up in different ways and like for me like I am a medium so like I was seeing ghosts and hearing things like from a very young age but I decided like pretty early on that like that wasn't something I wanted to explore. Mm -hmm. I was one of maybe like four black children in our town Mm -hmm. and like growing up that was like that's just what it was and like I can't hide being black which I would never but it's just not something I can avoid. Mm-hmm. I'm black first before anything else when you look at me. But I I just decided at a young age, like, this isn't something I'm going to explore in depth. And then, like, I feel like I mentioned earlier, like, when the universe is ready you to step into something, it's going to it's gonna pull you in. Oh, yeah. We've all been there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's going to pull you in and take you with it. And um, it's been a wild ride ever since. But, yeah, starting off very, very young, I, I realized there was so much magic in this world and so much more to the unseen and so much there's so much so many things bigger than what is actually happening in front of like what meets the eye in the context of magic and intuition yeah I think that you would consider yourself a healer yes um specifically I know that you identify as a Reiki healer Mm -hmm. do you want to talk a little bit about what Reiki is and your journey to it absolutely Um, and also just your journey to I guess healing in general absolutely yes so as I mentioned I wasn't um all too keen on sharing my magic or dealing with ghosts at a very young age so I pushed everything aside for a long time and it wasn't until my like mid-20s when I was in college and I was introduced to a girl that was like oh I'm a psychic and I didn't really believe her at the time I was like okay like oh, all right yeah <laughs> I didn't buy it and she's like I can read people which is like looking at pictures of people looking in their eyes and like tapping into the in tune and knowing things about people before you even know them kind of thing or just knowing qualities or hearing phrases or seeing words in your mind's eye about this person before even really knowing them and she's like I can read people and so can you and so like obviously my curiosity got the best of me for sure and I was like oh let me try let me see who this person is and so she showed me a picture of this person I'm looking at them she's like just the first thing that comes to your mind just tell me what you think and I'm like this person is a lesbian and she was like yes they are a lesbian and I was like I don't know why I know that <laughs> like there's no like one look to like queer that's so real whatever. I yeah, don't know like, why I know that yeah I don't know why I know that and yeah. it just continued on to like and this person has you know heartache around their heart with their dad and like it literally was just something as like so like so simple as that and then it just skyrocketed into this way bigger thing Mm. and so after that I just kind of began like it was like someone kicked the door open for magic and for me and I have just like 
I couldn't, I was never the same after that one moment, essentially. Like, going to the store was exhausting. And, like, you're just mm. like, why is everyone so sad? Like, why is this person, like, hurting so much? Like, I'm just trying to get some tangerines. and like, get the heck out of here. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. And it was, like, a lot to, like, regulate and integrate also while trying to maintain, which was really interesting and hard. And I was trying to find a balance for that for a long time and, like, trying to, like, keep it on the low I guess or like keep it on the side and still maintain my nine to fives and do you know the things that I needed to do Mm -hmm. and I thought I could control it I thought I could like um handle it like I was the one in the driver's seat or something which is always so silly to think that especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to this kind of work but I was still doing all my nine to fives I was still navigating through all of that and just trying to make money and trying to work and trying to whatever and I was burnt out. I was like crashing the burnout so hard and I was just like not, it just wasn't fitting. Nothing was fitting Mm. and I couldn't figure out how to make my life work. Like nothing just seemed to be working and so I'm crashing into burnout. I reached out to one of my friends who was having um, like a Reiki retreat or just like a, a spiritual retreat in Malibu one year and I did Reiki for the first time and I remember being like, like laying on the table with this beautiful Reiki healer, her name is Suri, and just being so moved. And like, I had no idea what was happening, but I knew that this is exactly what it needed to be. And like, I needed to be here and this is was for wow. me. And I was terrified. Like <laughs> the clouds were moving, like the whole world changed. And I was just like, me and her both were like, what the hell was that? Like, the session is crazy. We were both so... And, like, it was just, like, a taste of it. It wasn't even anything extensive. Or, it just opened something for you. It did. It just shifted yeah. something. It gave you an outlet. Exactly. A way to organize. Exactly. Yeah. Or to, like, put words to mm-hmm. or even, like, tap into that emotion of that I had been, like, shoving in the back corner, mm-hmm. like, witchcraft in the closet kind of thing. Like, <laughs> And I was also in a relationship that, for a really long time, that didn't he didn't believe any of this so Mm -hmm. it was like when as I was exploring and expanding and sharing and growing in my spirituality in my magic in my intuition he was like that's not real that doesn't make Mm -hmm. any sense and I'm like how can this not be real if this is so real to me like how does this This is my whole reality right (laughs) like everything like my whole life has changed my third eye is so open and I'm like how do you not see what I'm seeing and it was so like frustrating because I wanted to maintain that relationship I wanted to hold on to it for so long and I wanted to have what I used to have before I opened this door mm-hmm. or this door was open for me. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, then, but then I just knew I was like losing my grip on one thing and really leaning into the other. So after I had started that one session with Suri, I was still running from it and I was still running from what I felt like was my purpose because I still wanted to maintain that like veil of normalcy whatever that is you know whatever the that lies that they mm-hmm. feed us about what normal looks like mm-hmm. having your nine to five blah 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 and there's nothing wrong with nine to fives but you know what I mean yeah it's the whole yeah experience that comes with that sort of routine exactly and- or just like being a good human yeah <laughs> contributing human yeah <laughs> in the wheel exactly the cog in the wheel and I was just so um, stubborn about holding on to that part of my life and so like I just was afraid I was just afraid it was mm-hmm. all it really was and then I just reached burnout so so hard I kept trying to make it work and do jobs and kept trying to do other things 
until it was like, you cannot avoid this anymore. You are so uncomfortable. I was pushed basically into a corner where it was like, either you do this thing and explore your spirituality, really step into the Reiki healing Mm -hmm. or like suffer. Mm. It got so, it got to a point where it was so uncomfortable just to be where I was. Wow. That I needed to make a move. Almost like a level of desperation, maybe. Absolutely. Definitely. I was like, wow. I can't avoid this anymore. It was like unavoidable. It was in everything that I saw and everything that I did. Mm. And I couldn't avoid it any longer. It was something that I could not walk away from. I couldn't ignore it anymore. It just got bigger and bigger and more potent and more. It took up more space in my mind. It took up more space in my life. And it just got to a place where I was literally like, I felt like I was being like smushed against a wall. (laughs) And they're like, you literally could just be okay. Like if you would just acknowledge what's in front of you. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. I'm not going to look. I don't care. I'm like, I need to have this job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need this thing. I need these things or I need this relationship. I need, you know, I don't want to give up these things. I don't want to sacrifice my comfort. Yeah. And they were like, it could all be probably not easier, but it could all be better for you if you just did what you were supposed to. Yeah. So it just became to a point where it was so unavoidable. And I decided like after I I left my last job, I was like, yeah, I got to do this or I, I'm deliberately ignoring my purpose. I'm deliberately not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Unavoidable, completely unavoidable. So it was almost like a destiny or something. It felt like it in a way. I mean, yeah. it felt like it. I feel like you're just driving like a young adult novel or something yeah. right now. I'm like, wow, like that's your life. The hero's journey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also you did. Sorry, I went on a tangent there. Um, Reiki is an ancient Japanese practice that is usually administered through the like a gentle touch. So you become attuned through different levels Um, When I found my teacher, it was 2018, and I was like, I want to work with someone, a person of color, who's navigating through these healing spaces and has the bandwidth for the things that I come with. And I I met my teacher, Sid, in LA. After reaching out to, like, a spiritual shop, I just, like, I didn't know which way was up or the first thing to do about finding a Reiki healer to, like, help me. And, like, you can Google and stuff, but it was, like, I knew I had a very specific desire to work with a person of color to work with someone that's just in this sphere navigating this world for a long time and has the bandwidth to kind of hold the things that I'm bringing to the table Mm -hmm. and because I do come with a lot of trauma and there's a lot of like childhood stuff that I was kind of barreling through at this point so I didn't realize it would all tie together Mm -hmm. (laughs) you just like you come in so (laughs) you come in so green or just Mm -hmm. like so like I want to chase that feeling of what I felt when I was on the table that first time, that year prior, that two years prior. I'm like, I want to know what that feeling is and I want to know what this was. And little did I know I was embarking on like the biggest spiritual journey of my life. Wow. <laughs> to be where I am today and to where I was like a few years ago. It's, I've lived a million lifetimes. <laughs> <laughs> so with Reiki, it felt very... Um, like even to this day, it feels like there are no like the right words to really express what it means to me and like what it really is. But it is this beautiful energy exchange of tapping into the 
infinite universe. So when you break down the words Reiki, Rei and Ki, Rei is God and Ki is energy. So you're tapping in, the practitioner, the healer, what have you, is tapping into the universal life force energy, God energy, and then channeling that beautiful energy to the person on the table, the person at a distance. You can do both and it's just as effective and just as like beautiful and healing. Wow. So mm-hmm. just sorry to interrupt, but no. I think that there's also like a sense like maybe a misconception in a way about Reiki that mm-hmm. it's your personal energy. Right. And for me, my sister is also mm-hmm. attuned for Reiki. And yes. so like kind of learning a bit about it through her journey, that was a big like light bulb for me of like, oh, there's this infinite healing energy that Absolutely. people practicing Reiki are channeling yes. versus like. It, it feels like there's less of an ego involved in Reiki yes. than there's, like, a potential for in some other healing arts, I right. would say. sure. Yeah, it's definitely... Um, I can understand where, like, that, like, you're tapping into your own energy and you're churning out your intuition and you're mm-hmm. doing those things because for such a long time before I discovered Reiki, I was still dabbling in my own intuitive gifts, but I was, like, burning myself out in my yeah. own energy. And it is... Yeah, there are... We are human, so there is, like, human influence, and there is, like, filters that we have when we're sharing these messages, and, like, Mm -hmm. as clear as we want to be, like, we're still providing our knowledge, our Mm know-how, our perception. Yeah, Yeah. your context, your perception onto these messages Mm -hmm. or whatever, like, you know, the intuitive messages. You're the translator Exactly, exactly. So it's definitely, um, for me, Reiki was a godsend because I definitely knew I was feeling very burnt out also in the spiritual sense where Mm -hmm. I was just churning out a lot of my own energy and like tapping in and churning out my own energy which I enjoy and is fun and I love sharing my gifts and talking to people and all that good stuff but discovering Reiki and having that like resource to tap into the infinite Mm. is like something so empowering and it's so much bigger than what I could ever intuit on my own you know Mm -hmm. what I mean there's so much more possibility there's so much more vastness to that energy so absolutely it is I think there is a common misconception that you are the one that's doing the thing when actually you're just the conduit or you're just the messenger you're just the vessel Mm -hmm. and that's really cool super cool Mm -hmm. wow so now that we know a bit more about Mm -hmm. your journey thus far Mm -hmm. It sounds like you're pretty solid in your sense of who you are as a healer now. What does your practice look like, you know, today, this week, this month, Yeah, right now? I think um, initially when I had, obviously, it's like you make plans and then the universe is like, okay, good job. (laughs) Okay, nice. That's cute. (laughs) Yeah, literally, nice. Um, For me, what I really wanted to focus on when I first started my journey was like self-love and self-care and because those are things I'm still very passionate about but I was like that was just like the bottom of the barrel for what has really like shown up in my practice up until mm. this point and of course it all goes hand in hand like pouring into ourselves pouring into our cups filling ourselves loving ourselves all that good stuff but the healing journey is so much more and so much deeper than that and it really looks at least when I'm diving into people, it really looks at the inner workings of what what balance is in our systems, what balance looks like, our personal brand of balance, mm-hmm. because it's not going to look like what it's supposed to for everyone else supposed to, quote unquote. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's so much deeper than that now, and it's so much more expansive, and it's so much heftier at this time, and it's become like something there's, it's so much just deeper and more intense even than just 
oh yeah, like meditate, write in your journal. Absolutely. Those things have a time and place for all of that Mm -hmm. and healing, but it's so much deeper and there's so much more presented to me throughout the practice. So it looks like really having people face themselves in the ways that like we may not really be open to or know that it's laying dormant in us in our spiritual, emotional, physical body Mm -hmm. and creating a safe place for people to explore that with someone that loves them and someone that is cheering them on and excited for them and can be there as like a partner and as a a guide or even just like as a support system quietly cheering you on from the sidelines um I know that a lot of people usually who get on my table are always very like nervous the first time to like because they don't know what's gonna come up yeah and you can't hide because that healing also could be I'm sure you're going to say this, but it could be emotional, (laughs) physical, you know, health related, trauma related. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, you're not just like helping people soar next, which is also good. Right. (laughs) Right. Definitely. Which you can also do too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. It does work with physical pain, but it it taps into why the emotion behind that sore neck Mm -hmm. or the emotion behind that, that hip or Mm -hmm. the, like that. Yeah. Like this energy cluster in Mm -hmm. your back lower back body like why is that there what Mm -hmm. is what are you holding on to in that Mm -hmm. physical body it taps into the like deeper levels of like our own understanding you're like wow like I have a kink in my neck and Mm -hmm. that's like okay well why are you mad at your mom you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah and you're like anything could come up (laughs) it could be anything yeah I love that (laughs) have you had a lot of experiences like that with clients where they might have a sense of something and then they sit on you know lay on your table or sit on your table and are like oh I had no idea this is shocking yes and how do you deal with that shock absolutely um I remember having my first like outside person like normally I was practicing on like people that I knew Mm -hmm. and like friends and I was practicing like my delivery in safe places at first so that it could be because it's all coming from a place of compassion there's no judgment here we're Mm -hmm. all just trying to navigate and like who knows why we do what we do and why we store things the way we do or how our brain works to protect us. Mm -hmm. There's no judgment for that. We're just trying to get through, you know, we're just trying to have this experience. So the first time I had someone that was like an outside person um, coming in to have a session with me, when you say outside person, you mean like like someone that wasn't like close family. to me exactly, like so an acquaintance, first, like, like a first like client, client, client. yeah, like the cool. first client. Yes. Okay. And when was that approximately? It's like 2019. Okay. Yeah, it was like 2019. Yeah, just to give a sense of timeline. Absolutely, 2019. <laughs> so I started everything in 2018, and I'm still I'm still chugging along. I started my first like Reiki journey, teaching all that good stuff in 2018, and um, so 2019 or so, maybe end of 2018, 2019, when I was really comfortable, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm gonna have my first client. Here we go. And in his in his body, in his hips, he was storing what felt like betrayal or just like oh wow. Um, disappointment and betrayal and so mm-hmm. I had asked him and I remember like this very clearly because it, it was so um, like nuanced to me at that time like yeah like there was things that would come up for people that I knew but like stepping into this person's energy that I am not super acquainted with and him trusting me to do this you know gentle very emotional work very mm-hmm. deep personal work and me being like okay like I'm sensing and like it's about the way I was taught is that it's about what they're experiencing and not what I'm telling them and trying to be in a place of like, this is something I sensed. Does this resonate with you? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and showing up in a compassionate place and understanding place and a non-judgmental place of being like, this is about you and you showing up and what you need and what showed up for me and like me not fixing or telling or pathologizing things that are going on with you. It's mm-hmm. me providing this space for you. Mm. So yeah, it was interesting to see that those emotions sitting on like his hit points and being like, I'm feeling betrayal in this area. Like, what is this? And it had been that there was a family member that he really trusted and loved and adored and they had betrayed him. And it mm. was something he carried for many, many years. So it was really a beautiful experience for both of us to show up in this place of compassion and understanding and empathy for, mm-hmm. wow, this is something you were unknowingly carrying for a long time. And like, are you comfortable with us clearing this? Are you comfortable with us removing this from this space and giving you a little more freedom yeah. to heal through this? And and like a consent is a really big deal in, in Reiki. And like, I always start my sessions with, are you comfortable with me touching you? Like, is there anywhere on your body you don't want me touching? Like, mm-hmm. just to set the tone of like, you're in the driver's seat you are yes not in control but you are also the one that gets to say yeah this is your session this is your time exactly and like you're the one that gets to say like this is what the intention i want to set and no i don't want you to touch my arm today you hear that listener this is your time yeah this is your time (laughs) to receive and to be open and yeah yeah to to heal beautiful oh can never have enough consent absolutely should 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 be said yeah always yeah (laughs) yeah so it's beautiful to know about your relationship with reiki now i'd love to know a little bit more about this space as the podcast take what you need yeah um what are your intentions who is this podcast for right and how did how do you want them to spend their time while they listen absolutely so the intention of this podcast has been in the works for at least a couple years now because i really wanted to expand what was already so good about Black Magic Woman, but extending that conversation with people that I admire that are in this healing space, Black and Brown creators of people that I've gotten so lucky to get to connect with and just fangirl over basically (laughs) and like bring them on here to discuss their healing journeys up until this point, share their favorite practices of healing with the listeners and get a place to kind of promote and again, be a megaphone for other people as well. Um, Black Magic Woman has laid such a beautiful foundation for this space and I've just like yearned to continue to connect and to continue to learn and to continue to expand in my healing journey and share that wisdom with other people. I would love for the listeners to laugh and cry with us and heal and enjoy just like a moment of zen for themselves and I want this to feel like a conversation amongst friends. I want Mm. this to feel like a place where people can come and be excited to just receive and enjoy and, I don't know, like, take a break and maybe learn something or, like, take away a beautiful tip in their healing journeys and maybe get introduced and exposed to people that are doing some amazing things in the healing space and, you know, be able to cultivate more community, more healing, and more access is essentially really what this is about is healing is for everyone and we all deserve to feel our time in the sun and I want this podcast to be exactly that beautiful yeah I love the idea of accessibility and when you brought that up I thought about um if you don't mind me mentioning of course, your collective unwind yes. sessions that you do every month yes a beautifully accessible 
event yeah. um, that I loved attending. Yes. And I think maybe do you want to talk a little bit about that and Absolutely. how kind of like this podcast maybe is related to Absolutely. that in some way? Absolutely. So I know um, I made a lot of choices at the beginning of this healing space that I wanted to provide like loving energy, warm energy, and accessibility to everyone that is eager and wants this exactly this. And I started the Collective Unwind back in September of 2022 as just a way of being like, hey, like, if you just want to receive and be in community, it's a virtual event, but like, we're all in this space together and just receive like an hour of Reiki where you get to journal and to meditate and drink your water and get into a comfy, cozy outfit and just receive some loving, warm energy and then hear the messages that are coming up in collective energy. Like, I just wanted that to be a place where people could come and put it down. That's like such a big deal to me. I feel like we all carry so much and we might not even be cognizant of it and getting to just like oh my gosh like I'm breathing a little deeper right now I'm breathing a little easier I'm moving a little with more freedom Mm. and I the tickets are donation based so some and it's not really about the money for me it is really just about providing a safe place for people to be and to come and receive and some days there's maybe two people and it's like the first of every month and sometimes there's two people sometimes there's 12 people and it's just like a drop in mm-hmm. drop out mm-hmm. hang out receive and like everybody's cameras are off but mine you're just you're in an environment of just like loving warmth and acceptance and I want it to feel like this like bubble bath of love and that's sweetness. exactly how it feels oh yeah I've actually joined a collective unwind while in a bubble bath yes <laughs> i don't know if i've told you yes, that but i've no, been on the other side of zoom in me. the tub just like oh, yes <laughs> yes 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 that's exactly what i want i just it's yeah the collective unwind for me is just a, a, a simple way that i can give back to my community because ultimately at the end of the day i want everyone to have this i want everyone to experience the sweetness that's so powerful oh <sighs> lexi Oh, so nice. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, similar to the collective unwind sort of idea of like drop in, drop out. Yeah. Take what you need. Yeah. Also, the name of the podcast, obviously, take what you need. Um, we're gonna be doing some kind of sprinkled in mm-hmm. Reiki specific mm-hmm. mini sessions on this pod. Uh-huh. What are you thinking for those? Yeah, absolutely. So I want to dedicate at least a few mini sessions, twenty minutes of just meditating together, me channeling some collective messaging. Um, If there is something that like tugs at my heartstrings for that particular week of like Reiki for dropping in, dropping out, taking what you need, Reiki for coming as you are, Reiki for healing, Reiki for girls night, Reiki for whatever it is that like inspires. And if there's something like, I always try to stay one with the universe or open to whatever the messages are and be in that place of receiving just mm-hmm. so that if there is something that needs to be provided, then I want to be that to do that or be there to do that rather. So there'll be like 20 minutes of just meditation, sweet, beautiful music that Maddie is providing, which is amazing and gorgeous. <laughs> and we're so lucky to receive that gift of her creativity and mm. a collective just receiving of beauty and creativity and sweetness. Cool. So, yeah. Have you ever, like, given Reiki over recording before? I'm curious about how that works. Sure. So, I have done a few... I have a few, like, subscribers on Black Magic Woman that receive, like, 
video Reiki and so there are obviously like there's music and there's me talking and like channeling and tapping in and but there's obviously like video and hand motion that come with that so Mm -hmm. you can see but this is I think the first time that I will be providing like recordings of just me talking over some like sweet music and Mm -hmm. um, I mean it's something I'm willing to try and be creative about and hopefully it's well received I mean the energy still will be felt even if you can't see the you know the, mo- sure. the motion because even there are still times when I've done distant sessions where they can't see me yeah but they can feel the energies coming and I'm not even talking to them you know like yeah. it's like we're not on the phone or anything I'm like okay I'm starting the session I'm sending this energy like I'll call you afterwards yeah and that's kind of how I operated before this so I mean maybe this will be the first time it's recorded but it'll be felt and it'll be just as good and just as delicious beautiful yeah so exciting I can't yes. wait me too um Something just popped into my mind right now while we're talking. I remember once at, like, one of the early discussions that you and I had about this podcast, you mentioned um, fostering a sense of, like, motherhood and, like, maternal Mm. love Mm. in this space. Mm -hmm. Do you have any words about that? Yeah, absolutely. I know. um, Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, I don't know. I just was sitting here and I just, like motherhood yeah exactly exactly that's what I was gonna say motherhood 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 is something that has been very deep to my core um I had experienced a miscarriage in 2021 and it has been probably one of the most um deepening painful and heartbreaking experiences that I have ever like in my adult life from choices that I have made and it's changed me as a woman and I know that motherhood is such a unique and vast topic and such a beautiful and hefty privilege and it's something that I wanted to incorporate also into this podcast and just this journey of motherhood and journey of femininity and womanhood and being a person of color a woman of color at that and there's so many added layers to this and it speaks like very deeply to my heart and like Mm -hmm. to my wounds and my healing and I want to incorporate people that come onto this space that are also mothers in the magic space and what that looks like in in child rearing and healing and balancing their own healing while navigating teaching a little human to do the same and there's so much um opportunity there Mm -hmm. so I also want to incorporate that into this space of making it again accessible for everyone and giving a little bit of everything to everyone so that there's something so everyone can come and take what they need and everyone can come and get a little something and be seen in this place and Mm -hmm. I hope that this podcast can be like a warm sweet loving hug of like a maternal figure or just someone like or even just honoring mother earth or you know Mm -hmm. whatever mother means to you I know that can be a very like heavy topic and I want to embrace that and acknowledge that as well Mm -hmm. but absolutely that is it's such a bedrock to this and my purpose and what I'm here to do so thank you for bringing that up that really Thank you for sharing. That really got me good. Yeah, me too. I'm like getting a little misty. I know. Over here. I know. <laughs> Absolutely. So, what are some kind of final thoughts here for this first inaugural "Take What You Need" episode? Ah, 
Um, my final thoughts are this has been a dream in the making for such a long time and I'm really excited to evolve with this project and I hope that you guys will stay tuned and just be open and receive what is meant for you and take what you need. I'm excited to invite a few guests onto the space and get to know just like a little bit further furthering of this conversation between, you know, healing and magic and femininity and womanhood and being a, you know, a black and brown creator and all the beautiful elements that make people who they are. And I hope that you guys will just join me all along on the ride as we grow together and evolve together and heal together, more importantly. And I'm just so honored and excited to be on this journey with everyone. So thank you so, so, so much for tuning in and let's just go. Let's just go together. Thank you so much for tuning into the very first episode of Take What You Need, the podcast. I had so much fun getting to just share and be present, and I'm looking forward to what is to come of this beautiful project. Thank you for being in community with me. It is my greatest honor in life. And with that, bloom where you are, find your magic, and go pour into your people. Take What You Need, the podcast was created by Lexi Bordeaux and Madeline Doss. Original music and production by Madeline Doss. If you enjoyed this episode, please add it to your library, follow the show, leave us a review, and send it to a friend. It's the best way to spread the healing that you just heard. I invite you to join on Patreon. Patrons of Take What You Need enjoy exclusive updates, minisodes, shoutouts on the show, Reiki sessions, and more. Go to the show notes for the link as well as all the links for our socials. This is Bad Cat Audio Podcast.